Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Genesis 26. <laughs> Glory to God. And there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. This is financial trouble. Uh, want to call it pandemic. You want to call it uh, whatever problems. It, it always happens. This is not the first time it's been there. But I realized that God's covenant has a way of separating us. He said there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines uh, in, in, in Gerard, Gerard. Verse 2. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Come down. Live in the land which I shall tell you. I pray God will guide your steps. In your business, in your career, the Holy Spirit will guide you. You will not carry yourself into a place of financial dryness. But the Holy Ghost will lead you into increase. Into prosperity. He said, I dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands. And I will perform, I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. God is a covenant keeping God. If you are the seed of Abraham, there is a mandate on your life that makes the difference. Verse 4, verse 4. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. And I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 5, and I will, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Because of Abraham, Isaac, I will take care of you. You are the seed of Abraham. So Isaac dwelt in that land and began to walk and began to labor. Then by, by, by verse 12, go to verse 12, verse 12, God began to walk on his life. And Isaac Labored in that land, sowed in that land, in his career, in his business, and he began to reap in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man began to what? Prosper. And continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Somebody needs to pick this verse today. And where they put the man, you put Yemi, you put Roti, you put Ungozi, you put uh, Chinasa. And Chinasa began to prosper and continue prospering. That means the covenant prosperity does not stop. You work stronger in it and pass it to your children and children and children. And the man began to prosper and continue prospering until he became very prosperous. Verse 14. For he had possessions. You know, he said, when your flocks and your herds multiply and all that you have multiplied and he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of staff. That's the meaning. Why? At the end of the day, Nigerians began to what? Of course, because there was famine in the land. Look at the testimony we read today now. It just came in this week. We read another one last week. If somebody is going down and you are having that kind of testimony. Is it that they join you to celebrate God? Or there will be envy, especially family members. These guys were indigents. He was in that land, and yet he was prospering more than them. That's why I know that God's covenant is stronger than your nation. It's stronger than local things. Because you are drawing from Abrahamic blessing. It's beyond your locality. 
It separates you. No wonder he said his glory shall be seen upon our life. Deuteronomy 8 verse 17. I see God raising financial giants. So male and female. Male and female. I see, I see that happening this season. We are going to go on this syllabus between now and end of July. We will talk about improving on your skills. We will talk about time management. We will talk about you know, various aspects of finances. You have to get it. It will affect our children's children. Increase is on his mind. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. <laughs> and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he, capital H, God, who gives Bode, who gives Olayuola, who gives Bamidele, who gives Bimbola, who gives Damilola, who gives Orako, who gives you what? Power to do what? Do you understand that? Say, I got the power. Say, I got the power to get wealth. That scripture didn't say it will give them a lot of wealth. It gives you what? Power. Power. Is it power? Power. I have power. Now, power there, if you check other versions, Lasaki is saying it gives you strength. One version says ability. I added other ones. Wisdom capacity. So you are not powerless in the business world. You are not powerless in the economic sector. No. If you are a covenant person, whether you are an artist, you are an insurance broker, you are, you are, you are into furniture making, there is power on that thing, not on that thing, on you, that will make that thing produce wealth. It was on Joseph. It was that power that gave him capacity to interpret the dreams. When others were failing, and then he was promoted. He was an Esther that separated her, separated her from all the virgins. And then she was appointed as the queen. That power is on you if you are saved. Are you saved? Are you saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Okay, by the blood covenant in Jesus, you have been connected to Abraham's covenant. You are a covenant child, so you have power to produce wealth. Your salary is not your source. The covenant... Is your source. Do you understand me? Is that power that opens doors? Do you understand? Power is ability to perform. That power is on you. As you are moving, doors are opening. You go for meetings, it affects the things you say. It affects when they respond to you. One way or the other, it will translate into promotions, into gifts, into solution, into providing solutions. That will result in more cash. That is the equation. You are not powerless. Male or female, you are not powerless. No, you have the power to produce. Well, let's look at that verse uh, intimately again. <laughs> Deuteronomy 8, 18, quickly. It says, but remember the Lord your... Okay, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Do you like wealth? No, no, see, I know that we have issues with money in Nigeria. Corruption... Yahoo, plus, um, all kinds of things. So there's this fear. In fact, they started bullying us pastors. We are scared of teaching about money. 
Because it looks like anytime we talk about money, we are encouraging people to steal, encouraging people to misbehave. So a lot of pastors began to shy away from teaching about prosperity. And God corrected me a lot last month, May. May was, yeah, May. I said, you, don't, you shouldn't do that. People profit from wrong or from right. Teach what I've called you to teach and teach your people to prosper from right. If you don't do that, those who are profiting from wrong, we keep oppressing them. Till you die, there will be steeps. There will be corrupt people. Before you came, there will be corrupt people. You can't stop that. But that shouldn't stop your covenant of wealth. That will bless your children and grandchildren. He said, for it is he that giveth the power to get wealth. That he may, as his covenant, he has to be earning the entire world, but he's earning something. And if you job, the energy to get job, you have killed it. You'll be using it to be loving you. That's why many of them is the woman that sponsors them. Let him use that energy to find something productive first. If not, you'll be loving, you'll be hugging you money, evening, night, but no money, money, evening. you bring the money, you will spend, you love you, I love you, but you will now find another girl and use your money to take out the tantalizers. That one's very painful, isn't it? It will not happen to you. I have power, ability, wisdom, capacity, favor. Covenant wealth is a function of a quality covenant work. The first principle of the covenant when it comes to finances is tithing. Tithing is not about law or no law. It's covenant work. Anytime you bring your tithe to God, Father, you are my source. You are my God. God of the earth. I worship you with my tithe. And I declare that my heavens are open. The devourer is rebuked for my sake. I am a delightsome land. That's why we tithe. Tithing came before the law. Genesis 14 verse 18. Genesis 14 verse 18. Thank you Jesus. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. That means it's a typology of Jesus Christ. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. If you go to the New Testament in Hebrews, he was saying that Jesus is our own Melchizedek. Okay? He was the priest of God most high. Verse 19. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. Verse 20, and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abraham gave Melchizedek a tithe of all. The body of Christ represents Jesus Christ. Any local assembly where you are in, you tithe in there as giving it to Christ. You are not giving it to the pastor. I don't carry your tithe home. If I was carrying it home, I would be bigger than this. I was earning 10,000 naira when this church started. 10,000 naira. And then it kept going up 12,000, 12,500. And kept going up. I won't tell you where it is now because if you tell people, some people say it's good, some people say it's bad. There's nothing you do in this life. Some people say complain. If you, if you, come, if you climb the kete kete, they say you're a wicked man. If you don't climb the kete kete, they say you're a stupid man. If the kete kete is free, they say you're not, you don't have sense. So that's not, if I tell them that my, my salary is 100,000 per month or half, half a million or something, some people say, ah, I can be a pastor. 
How can the pastor be? I need someone. That, do, you, do you know how many years this ministry has been in existence? I still believe God. So your givings here is for kingdom purpose. The ones that people even redeemed last week, you can see the effect already. We are doing horticultural thing around. It's not that. So don't be using excuse to suffer. You got these pastors, we don't trust them. So because you don't trust banks, don't put your money in the bank. Because all the doctors are misbehaving. Don't go to hospital. It's an excuse to disobedience. And if you are in a church where you think the pastor is stealing your tithe, maybe you can leave. But tithing is a principle. You give it to Christ. And then the ministry manages it, pushes it into various places, helping the poor, doing projects. And when we need extra money for extra things, the pastor will come and let you know it's your church. Let's have an understanding today. That any assembly you belong, you should be part of its development. Don't be a wicked member of a church. Where you only come, they say they are giving popcorn, you take two bags. They say this one, you collect everything. And on the time of offering, you bring one old five naira. Father, you are the God of Abraham. God said, ah, Abraham wasn't behaving like this now. You bought malt yesterday for 40 naira. You are giving me five naira. Stop that, stop that, stop that. Give God your best. Unleash on Abraham nearly sacrificed his only son. And God said, now I know that you fear me. And I will show you that you can never outgive me. Out of you shall come a nation. That nation is there now, Israel. A strong nation. It's a superpower in the Middle East. Go and study them. Surrounded by enemies. But you cannot touch them. You only fight them by proxy. They use militias to touch them. They can't touch them directly because if they respond to you directly, your life will never remain the same again. They know that. But it's the blessings on their life. And that's the natural Israel. How much more the spiritual Israel that you and I are. Uh, you are destined for increase. Glory to God. And I want you to behave like a covenant child. And thank God you are in a church where too many things are too transparent. There are pastors here that know all I am. There's nothing hidden. The, the things are there. There are times I call the office, uh, my subsidy for fuel. And they tell me, I have exhausted the subsidy for fuel for that month. Dio found out. And a member will be telling me that based on structure. And I said, but I need this thing. Then, sir, we shall deduct it from your next month allowance. Yeah, okay, go ahead. That's the structure. So don't be sitting down there. Oh, this pastor, look at him. <laughs> Look at his shirt, that shirt, multicolored shirt. Hmm. I don't trust them. Don't trust me, trust him. And you hear testimonies of people. May you not be in a church where they be sharing testimonies, you will only be clapping. You will also have testimonies. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for three great services. 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 11 a.m. At the Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.